Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have Bhavna Vijayakumar who is working as assistant vice president of HR at New Space Research and Technologies. Hi Bhavna, thank you for coming and joining us today. Hi hi Abrajita. So Good just to, to, yeah yeah <laughs> it's all right. Just to set some context about you and what you do, can you tell our listeners a bit about your career journey so far? Mhm. Yeah, I'm not quite sure where I should start, but I think I'll just go about saying that I'm a native Bangaloreian. I pursued my undergrad in computer science engineering and later masters in computer science from the University of Illinois. Soon after, I moved back to Bangalore. At the age of 22, I was wondering what my passion is, and honestly, HR was not planned. So I was chatting with a few friends of mine, trying to understand what my strengths are. Reached out to a few on internship opportunities, and finally landed up a job in a startup in 2015. I'd say my journey started then. The first year um, of my career. was exploratory i was contemplating on whether i like the job soul searching if you may call it mm-hmm. um and at the end of the first year i really hadn't progressed much um my expectation versus what was actually happening on the job quite literally frustrated me and i had to quit um so this is the time when i got the right set of opportunities to explore my true p- potential along with my full time jobs i started consulting with multiple other startups for me at that juncture it was not really about the money but it was more about the experience and relationships i was nurturing in my professional stint there were of course a lot of um, hits and a way lot of misses i also briefly started a company with a colleague but it did not fly for various reasons <laughs> So while I was in the pursuit of figuring out uh, what I was actually doing working a full-time job and consulting it was actually taking a toll on me so I wanted to do all of that but in a single organization and see its growth fortunately for me i landed in my present company um uh, 4 years ago to help build and scale the organization so the journey from an associate uh, manager to an associate vice president was not an easy path for sure i've tried to oversimplify my journey but what has worked for me is to choose uh, your places of work based on your personality type and i also believe in the concept of working smart plus hard you know so this is uh, pretty much about my journey so far um, aparijita okay that's an absolutely amazing journey so what do you think most organizations needs to understand about hiring talents and the importance of the hr role as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well this question is not as simple as it sounds there's a lot to it and i'll try and address it partially or we can also talk about it for many many hours but the things i may say now like i said is simple but yet complex in its own might so there are three fundamental things that i'd like to highlight uh, for organizations and what they need to understand about hiring talent a 
it's not easy to attract talent it may seem like there's a lot of supply uh, but there is a war for talent um so that is one aspect the second aspect is hiring usually is not done right and people or organizations need to eliminate subjectivity uh, from this entire process and the third is the organizations need to realize that talent they hire can either make or break their brand now what i'll do is i'll go a level deeper and address all of these three pointers that i've just spoken about one mm-hmm. is why should someone join you right now what's happening is the only thing that an organization is willing to offer is extremely high compensation they're ready to buy talent at any cost now there's a huge gap between the skills versus the pay and this in my terms i would call it the golden shackles because they're trying to retain talent um through paying higher compensation so that they are not employable anywhere else right so i don't think that's the right approach so my advice to the organizations would be to set the right expectations focus more on their journey with them their people their brand and make them experience milestones um the highs and lows and take them along with you and if you if if the organizations fall into the trap of what the others are doing sooner or later or rather you know we're all there uh we making sure talent have a very high self bloated image of themselves um this may lead to them being not employable at your organization not anywhere else right so this is one aspect uh, again i touched upon it very briefly the second mm-hmm. is eliminating subjectivity of the hiring managers from the hiring process so bringing in more objectivity and scientific um approaches it can be a simple thing as a proctored assessment closer to the problem st- uh, statement um that you or the organization is trying to solve getting the hiring managers uh to reflect on the personality orientations and the cognitive orientations required for the role there are many 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 tools available in terms of a psychometry test that can be conducted etc in layman terms there has to be a tinder match right mm-hmm. you- the uh, you can't be swiping left and then the other swiping right right yeah so that isn't going to solve the purpose so eliminate subjectivity that's one and the third last thing that i highlighted was the talent that an organization hires can make or break a brand so brand can get impacted in multiple ways and for the most trivial reasons which can be blown out of proportion it can be as simple as an individual trying to tamper with your data but it's always good to be cautious and not take the hiring process lightly even with all the right steps that you take of course you can you know make an error but the idea is to eliminate that error as much as possible so you know one good hire can take the organization to new heights but equally one bad hire can make you come down on your knees right so yeah. this is where i would say that in all of what i've mentioned the role of hr and the business heads is equally important i think it's just not the hr's role but if there is a handshake between the two um only then will there be considerable amount of um success else i'd say that it's a futile exercise of thinking this is only the kra of a hr 
uh, to drive. Um, so HR with a handshake with a business is going to take this to new heights. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So HR is a very crucial component in an organization. They hire talents. They take you on a different level. So that's true. So we've witnessed vast changes that are taking places and with the speed at which things are heading, we've witnessed different challenges from hybrid or remote work mode to restructuring organizations and not to mention the layoffs happening worldwide. How is startups changing the compensation scenario and dealing with such major decisions? I think Aparajita addresses partially, um, but one thing that I'd like to say is you know, when you hire talent without any understanding of what the long-term effect is for them and for the organization, you're bound to lay off talent. You can't afford them anymore, which is why I use the terminology, um, the golden shackles. People, when they get used to a certain lifestyle, getting compensated very highly, they are unwilling uh, with a high self-loaded image, come down for a lower cost, right? And which is why you can see a lot of layoffs happening everywhere, right from Google, to Swiggies, to Olas of the world, everybody is laying off people. Um, Without naming any other organization, we've seen roles becoming redundant overnight in some renowned organizations as well. And the reason is something that I've just stated. Startups are the ones who have changed the talent market over the last few years. We don't have any semblance of sanity in the way we've hired and the way we've retained talent um, and the consequences of which everyone is bearing at this point. I would suggest that we go back to the basics plan set the right expectations don't drive your talent crazy with your elon musk expectations um and share your well wealth when there is success right burning cash on a monthly basis on talent uh who are just not invested in your long run is suicidal Right. Compensation should revolve more around stock options, which is a healthier way um, to instill a sense of ownership and ensure talent is contributing to the overall success. This will really end up bearing a long-term benefit, um, which the organize everybody, including organizations and just not the millennials, are looking at instant gratification, instant outcomes, instant everything. Uh, at the end of the day, we're not cooking Maggie, but yeah. you know, we're talking about you know the growth path of individuals. Uh, we're talking about flesh and blood at the end of the day, right? Um, and this is something that organizations need to realize. If not, I think a couple of years down the lane, we'll end up with talent who are super highly paid with no job and they're going to go on a downward spiral and if you ask me startups are changing the market in terms of compensation etc but not in the right sense and which is when if they take a step back reflect i think that's when the game will change and i think the role of a hr here is very crucial uh, because i think it's people like us who need to go out there in the industry talk to individuals instill that or put sense into their head, you know, in layman terms and say that, guys, you know, it's not compensation. You're young, focus on your career path, focus on your learning curve, focus on your long-term, you know, wealth creation as opposed to, you know, a a short-term wealth creation. Uh, So this is what um, I'd say, Aparajita. 
Yeah. Yes, I kind of agree. Like uh, I've seen a lot of youths are focusing more on the materialistic side when yeah. they should be focusing more on what they would love to do it and being yeah. passionate about what they do and maybe just help them grow, not yeah. just by wealth, but by skills as well for a yeah. very long term. So that's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. So I was very intrigued by this certain interest of yours, that is individual development modules, keeping in mind the multi-generational mindset. So do you feel that millennials and the Gen Z are faring well with the trends of our industry? Hmm. Well, um, now this is an area um, I'd say is still work in progress. When I talk about development modules for individuals, uh, I'm broadly or say loosely going to categorize them into generations that they belong to. It can be right from a baby boomer generation to Gen X, Y, Z, and now the alpha generation. Then their aspirations. For example, do they aspire to be a coach, a CEO, um, a subject matter expert? What are their aspirations? The third is what do they expect from the job? What benefit are they looking at? Is it an experience, for example, having contributed so much to the organization? organization are they expecting to be benefited as you know sometime off with family checking biking etc or is it compensation for example is it the material comforts that they're seeking is it buying a car a home an expensive vacation what is it that they're looking at or is it upskilling for example someone can come up to me and say hey uh, for me i'm not really focused on the materialistic comforts but then more upskilling um in terms of hey can you give me uh, or can you help me fund my education in a Premier Institute, right? Now, every generation will have um, different personality types. Um, the, the aim is to categorize them under various personalities and cater to their development needs accordingly. Now, this is a very focused effort that um, a talent management team in a HR function um, should be focusing on and helping individuals prosper in their roles. So um, in a sense, uh, HR's um, role in this is going to be very thankless. Um, this will because they're not focusing on anything else, but to increase or improve the employee productivity, their efficiency, ensuring that you know they're kept happy in this process. Um, and both the individual and the organization will stand benefited in this process. Uh, of course, the benefits will not reap in the next 12 months, but uh, over a period of, say, four to five years, if, if the organization genuinely seems to have interest in the individual's um, growth, then this will definitely help the organization as well as the um, individual. So that is how I'd say that we're trying to build out individual development modules, keeping in mind that there is a multi-generational workforce that is coming into existence now more than anywhere, you know, anytime else in this um, entire scheme of things. So that's what it is. Yeah. But I've, again, I've simplified it. There's a lot of thought that needs to go behind it before we actually uh, implement. Yeah. All right. So, so you've span off so many years of experience and you've tried and tested different positions in your life. How do you move up the ladder quickly in the HR space, being from a non-corporate background or even when starting out in life? I wish I'd known the answer to that, <laughs> but there's no a magic portion that you can drink to do so quickly. It'll, it will take a few years for some and many, many years for the other. But one thing is you have to keep it it. Mm -hmm. uh, 
keep trying different ways and don't stick to the conventional or tested ways just because someone said so uh, which means you're only lowering your risk appetite if you ask me what's important to get there for me it was constant learning um leveraging networks and saying i don't know but i will find my way right it's important to acknowledge that you do not know uh but it's not rocket science you will mm-hmm. figure it out um right um so that's what i would say kyoria all right then any last advice for budding listeners who would love to you know in the future might want to be in this industry well if it's our listener if our listeners are hr professionals um i would say question the status quo speak to the business more frequently understand their vision push back where critical since you are the ones defining the talent trends and nobody else let's not blame the market uh, for what the market is uh, because we are the ones setting the trends out there and for the other listeners i would say don't get caught up um in your short term goals think about it at a macro level and tackle them one step at a time so this is what i would say thank you so much it was an amazing ses- session with lots of wonderful content thank you for sharing so this brings us to the end of the podcast thank you bhavna it was lovely hosting you today likewise likewise thanks so much aprijita